Hello and welcome to the first 200 Years of Allens, the podcast series. I'm Talia Rodriguez. And I'm Melissa Camp. This year, Allens turns 200. Having begun in 1822 as a one-person legal practice in a modest cottage in Elizabeth Street in Sydney, Allens is now Australia's oldest law firm. Allens has grown with Australia, advising on many of the landmark economic and social events that have shaped the nation. During this series, we'll be reliving some of the highlights from the first 200 years of Allens and exploring their impact on our lives today. What a day. What a day for love, for equality, for respect. Australia has done it. Every Australian had their say and they said it's fair. Get on with it. This episode was produced on the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to the elders, past and present. Their systems of law and knowledge long predated that of the modern lawyers who arrived in Australia. And they hold the memories, the traditions, the cultures and the hopes of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. We hope you enjoy our stories. Hello, I'm Caitlin Burke and I'm a lawyer at Allens. As a proud member of the LGBTQ community, I'm delighted to be able to share with you the story of how same-sex marriage was legalised in Australia. In 2013, the Australian Capital Territory passed Australia's first same-sex marriage legislation, the Marriage Equality Same-Sex Act. And from the 7th of December, 2013, same-sex couples could get married in the ACT. One of these couples was Anne-Marie Delahunt and Meg Clark. We were first married on the 9th of December 2013 at our married celebrant's house here in Canberra. Sadly, this was short-lived. As soon as the laws commenced, the Abbott government challenged the Act in the High Court of Australia. Well, uh, I suppose uh, they knew that there was this possibility that there uh, marriages might fall foul of the High Court and obviously it's disappointing for them. Uh, let's see uh, what the future holds. After the laws were challenged, Allens joined forces with the Human Rights Law Centre to assist advocacy group Australian Marriage Equality with its intervention in the hearing before the High Court. Anna Brown, who began her legal career with Allens before eventually becoming the CEO of Equality Australia, was working for the Human Rights Law Centre at the time. We spoke with the marriage equality advocates at the time that I was working with and decided rather than just this battle being fought out between the ACT government and the Commonwealth government, it was important for LGBTIQ plus people to have a voice in the dispute and to actually make submissions if we could. And that's when, of course, I picked up the phone to Allens and Malcolm Stevens, who's you know, a wonderful partner who's helped with so many pro bono cases over the years. We were lucky enough to work with Perry Hertzfeld, who had been helping with the advice, another alumni of Allen's, and Jeremy Kirk, SC. I mean, I should say Perry's now a silk as well. And Jeremy and Perry, as well as Allen's, assisted with our amicus brief. We were successful in being granted leave to appear as a friend of the court and provide specialist information to the hearing about the impact, and particularly with a view to making sure that the voices of same-sex couples in Australia were heard. Uh, But also we had some legal arguments that were picked up as well by the High Court. But it certainly was a really fast-paced 
and dramatic roller coaster of a case because we literally had celebrations after the ACT Parliament passed its legislation. But, you know, in my mind, there was a lot of sort of reservations and foreboding about the way the legislation was drafted because it had happened very quickly. Sadly, on the 12th of December 2013, the Act was deemed invalid after the High Court found it was inconsistent with Commonwealth legislation. This meant marriages that had taken place had to be annulled. The decision that the High Court has made today is deeply upsetting and devastating. It was just five short days after the marriages had begun taking place. Anne-Marie and Meg were among the couples whose marriages were annulled. Meg and I and a number of our friends attended the High Court, so we heard them do their announcement. Of course, it was very disappointing. It wasn't a surprise because of the way in which the federal legislation had been written. The thing was is that it was a mixed bag because the court also, for the first time, made it clear whose responsibility it was to change the legislation. So I felt like the ball was straight back to the Commonwealth and that our campaign was going to continue. It was an emotional rollercoaster, but the intellectual part of me was saying, well, that's all right, we've made a stand, and that's a kind of like a line in the sand on which to move forward. Mm. So I felt kind of validated as well in yeah. some way. And I think, too, very grateful in some ways for the human rights stance of the ACT government because yeah. it was an expensive and brave thing that they took on, knowing that there was a chance that they would be knocked off. But I think it was a really necessary step to change the mood of the nation about human rights more broadly. As Anne-Marie and Meg mentioned, one positive was that the judgment recognised the federal government's constitutional power to legislate for same-sex marriage. This paved the way for the 2017 Australian Marriage Law Postal Survey, in which Australians gave clear majority support for the legalisation of same-sex marriage. A few weeks after the survey results were announced, the Marriage Amendment Definition and Religious Freedoms Act 2017 was introduced into Parliament, legalising same-sex marriage in Australia, righting the wrongs of the past. What a day! What a day for love, for equality, for respect. Australia has done it. Every Australian had their say and they said it's fair. Get on with it. And the parliament has got on with it. And we have voted today for equality, for love. It's time for more marriages, more commitment, more love, more respect. It's fair. We've done the work. We've done it together. Let's do it. Let's finalise this bill right now. Alan's partner and co-chair of the firm's LGBTQ plus inclusion network, All In, Rob Walker, was in the Melbourne office when the bill was passed. When the results came in, the office erupted in celebration. And at the time, I was pushed by another partner to give an impromptu speech. And I remember looking out at the room and just being struck by the overwhelming level of support from my colleagues and the realisation that at that point in time, it had been a long time actually since I'd felt genuinely accepted to that degree 
for who I am. Diversity, inclusion, and really the empathy that we extend to each other as colleagues and as members of our community is really at the heart of the Allen's DNA. And for Anne-Marie and Meg, the impact of this reform is something that will be felt for generations to come. A lot of me feels quite relieved as well for young people. I know that one of our grandchildren is currently identifying as queer and it's just fantastic for them to be able to be in a quite different space than, you know, if I look back at myself at 15 and them at 15, it's just like wondrous, you know, really mm, wondrous mm. To, to see that, you know, they have their own challenges, but they don't have the, the fear or the homophobia that, you know, I certainly felt growing up. And that's a really fantastic thing. And I think that strangely, the legislation has helped in that through normalising same-sex relationships, which is absolutely fantastic. And, and we really notice that when we go travelling now, like we go to a caravan park or something like that, you know, and we're there together, we don't actually feel like we're any different to any other couple that's there, which is normal, and treated in exactly the same way as any other couple that are there. For Anna Brown, who's been involved with nearly every major reform concerning LGBTQ plus people in recent years, the process may have been tough, but the reform has been life-changing. It was not a, a pleasant process and certainly it was a really difficult time for so many and the debate itself was really nasty at times, but the campaign that we ran was one that sought to unify Australians around shared values of love, equality, fairness and commitment and really unite the country rather than divide it. And uh, what's really wonderful, I think, is that if you asked people, some of the people that voted no back in 2017, I think all I know would, would vote differently today. They've seen just how life-changing and harmless this reform has been for so many people. It gave the dignity of recognition to so many and it didn't take anything away from the rest of the country. So it's certainly something that's being celebrated as it should as a key milestone in the fight for equality for LGBTI people in this country. As a young queer person, experiencing the marriage equality debate was tough and there's still a long way to go to ensure that LGBTQ plus Australians enjoy the same rights as everyone else. I'm proud to work at a firm where I can bring my whole self to work and that's celebrated. But I'm also proud to work at a firm that has contributed to pivotal Australian cases like this and continues to work on an ongoing basis for LGBTQ plus people and their rights. I'm Caitlin Burke. Thank you for joining me to relive this highlight from the first 200 years of Allens. Tune in to 200 Years of Allens for more moments that have helped shape our nation, economy and society.